0: listening to The Building Code. I am your host, Paul Wirth. You are listening to episode 95. You may notice we do not have a co-host this time. For all you listeners out there who listened to episode 94, uh, my co-host for many years and 94 episodes, Tom Houghton, gave you a sign-off. Tom has taken another position outside of Builder Trend, which happens with very talented people. So we wish Tom the best. Um, He's got an exciting opportunity in front of him. And he has been a great asset to build the trend for many, many years. So uh, all you listeners who love hearing Tech Tom, Hollywood Tom, Tesla Tom, he will be on some airways somewhere, I'm sure. Go follow him at Contact Tom on Instagram, and I'm sure he'll post you there. So um, great podcasting with you, Tom, and I wish you the best. All right. So we are going to transition to episode 95. If you just clicked on this, it said data science. So stay with us don't leave yet. We're going to make this interesting because I'm very happy to be here with my guest, Charlie Burstwhistle.
1: Bert Whistle, yeah. Burt Whistle. It's super
0: happy to be here, Paul. <laughs> Charlie, how long how long you been with Build the Trend?
1: Uh, coming up on just about 3 years uh, here in January. And your title here? Uh, data scientist on the data and research team.
0: Okay. Build the Trend is about 560 employees strong as of episode 95. Uh, I will say you probably have the most exciting name we've ever seen come through wow. the new hire process. means a lot. Had a star on your name right away. You know, it's just got, it's impactful.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, know, it was a strange journey to where I'm currently at, for sure.
0: Yeah, tell us a little bit about that, because I think I know a little bit about your background, but um, I'll tease it a little bit. Didn't you reach out to us and just try to get your foot in the door any way you could?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I, I, I heard about Trend my senior year of college and kind of knew instantly it was a place I wanted to work at, got in touch with David Arnold. Um and he kind of gave me some advice on things I needed to do to prep to get a job at Builder Trend. Uh Originally, I wanted to be a developer here. So I went and got a whole bunch of experience uh, doing development, which I haven't used since. Um, came and, in. And
0: hold on a second. For the listeners who are probably developers, you don't mean construction. I do not mean construction no, What do you mean by
1: that? Uh, software developer. So a lot of coding. Went out and learned a couple different languages that we use here uh, to try to get a, a coding development job.
0: Okay. How hard was that? Was that tough to do? Was uh, that your background before that? It was
1: a little bit of my background before. That was the career path I anticipated going down. Um, so I came in to interview for that position, and Luke Christensen, at the time, was the VP of product. And he just kind of had this wild vision for a data science team and looked at my background. Uh, math and physics is what I got my undergrad degree in. So he's like, hey, we're going to try this data science thing. Like, do you want to give it a shot? Uh, we don't have a team or anything yet. And I was like, yeah, it sounds sounds super interesting and hand-wavy. Um, wait, 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 what does that mean? wavy. it means no one really knows what it means. Super ambiguous. What's you just hand- kind of wave your hands around like, ooh. Oh, I see. Okay. Data science, right? Okay, cool. And to this day, I still don't think anyone, including me, really knows what it means. But we're well, happy it to out. have you on the podcast, talking all about it. Everybody. Yep. Okay.
0: <laughs> well, we'll try. To, we'll try to um, zero in on what data science is. It is, as you said, a very uh, a newer term in technology and in businesses. But I think what we're going to try to do today is explain how it's benefited Builder Trend greatly. Uh, And so shout out to Luke and and your entire team there and uh, how we can maybe correlate that to how you could use it in your business as a construction company. Right. Absolutely. All right. So one interesting thing about you and and, uh, many people who listen to this podcast do not uh, live in Nebraska as we do, but Omaha, Nebraska, the big city. Right, you didn't grow up here.
1: Nope, I grew up on a, a cattle ranch um, in northeast Nebraska. Okay, and so Omaha to me is yeah, absolutely the biggest city uh, in the world. What's the ranch called? All ranches have names, right? Burt Whistle Ranch. Yeah, okay. check us out, BertwistleRanch dot com. <laughs> all, <of> <laughs> all right, shout Register out quarter what? horses and cattle.
0: <laughs> We're gonna put that in the show notes. Uh, you got any gear you guys got any
1: uh, I do have some merch uh, I didn't bring it with me today yeah
0: okay we'll put it up on the on the podcast now I have to check with our marketing team okay I eat my mom okay. I, she's been working for a while <laughs> all right I kind of like that though can I get a hat yeah absolutely all right great so uh, Charlie tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into data science once you got in here what'd you discover what was it for you uh, right. With so experience.
1: at the beginning, it was really just more internal reporting. So how many sales were coming through the funnel every month, really just trying to benefit uh, our internal team as much as possible. When I started, it was just two people, uh, me and my manager. We were under the umbrella of the uh, product team, as I'd mentioned earlier. Uh, eventually, our team grew. Uh, it now encompasses data and research. So data is more the quantitative side, the numbers, the nitty gritty. Qualitative as you know, interviews, customers, research, user experience, stuff like that. Uh, so we're, I think we have 13 people on our team now mm-hmm. uh, encompassing, yeah, like I mentioned, data and research, uh, kind of both sides, the qualitative and the quantitative sides. And we've transitioned from just internal processes, how can we improve Buildertrend as a company to mm-hmm. really how can we help our customers uh, find value in their own data um, as we're doing here at Buildertrend.
0: Yeah, so three years ago, we were, we were 12 and a half years into business. So obviously, we had some, some data around sales and the th- different metrics that we cared about would you say it's safe to say that the data science team was our investment in, in sort of wrapping that up in a more formal process and allowing you guys to kind of dive deeper?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The The first step in any sort of data science project is really just figuring out what data do we have and then how can we leverage that to find additional value um, and, you know, make use of it. So there's definitely, like you mentioned at that time, 14 years worth of data um, collecting. I don't know how many customers we had at that time, mm-hmm. but just a massive amount of pretty much all things building construction you know you think of everything that you enter into the BuilderTrend trend system throughout building a job and you think of what massive amounts of jobs go through the BuilderTrend trend platform uh, if anyone in the world should know how to build a home or remodel a house um, do any sort of commercial or residential construction uh, it should be builder trend
0: yeah so you think the people who work at BuilderTrend trend on the data science team you guys going to spin off your own construction company
1: um, I don't think that that Could is be a good in research project. It may, it, might, it would be an incredibly good research project.
0: All right, stay tuned for that. So, the data science and research team. You said how many people are they now? Uh, Thirteen people. Okay. So, can you explain maybe from your perspective or um, anybody from the team what, what were some of the biggest impacts you guys have had on the business over maybe the last three years?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's an interesting team for sure because you don't just do data science for the sake of data science um, as much as I would love to. Uh, Really your projects have to have some sort of value. So most of um, our overarching themes or missions come from different areas of the company So we have someone from marketing reach out to us someone from sales someone from customer success saying hey We'd like to do this. We'd like to accomplish that we have this sort of data How can we leverage that to improve our internal processes? So it's it's an interesting team structure for sure because we're not really just coming up with our own projects Um, It's always Mm -hmm. people coming to us uh, so yeah, some some big projects or milestones along the way. I think the first thing that I worked on was some sort of churn predictor. So mm-hmm. looking at our customers that are using Buildertrend and as their usage starts to decrease or they maybe start to run into issues, mm-hmm. uh, that would trigger a flag for a, a, a rep to reach out to them and just make sure that everything's going along smoothly. Um, if they need any help, any additional resources that we could provide to them, we're able to proactively reach out to them uh, to get them back on track before they slip away and end up canceling their subscription.
0: Right, so Buildertrend's basically classified as a software as a service, right? So Correct. that basically means um, you pay month to month to use Build-A-Trend, but there's no contract. So you can walk away anytime you want for whatever reason. In this industry with such a low tech adoption, construction, and so many variables, seasonal work, employees leave and go or come and go. Uh, there's a number of different reasons where a company who uses Build-A-Trend may find themselves in a spot where, hey, we don't want to continue using it right now, maybe in the future. What you're saying is, is that you looked at the usage of the product, how many times they started a schedule, um, what features they were using or were not using, and you were able to predict a company that may be sliding towards that spot where maybe they're not getting the value out of Buildertrend or maybe they're going to that place where they may not be using it anymore.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, another thing you mentioned, too, was maybe perhaps they have an internal employee leave. Right. Um, that's something, you know, they'd remove their login from Buildertrend. And then obviously their rep would then need to know like hey there's additional people that need onboarding we want to make sure that that employee leaving for them doesn't impact the way they use builder trend
0: right i mean in an ideal state builder trend would have 16,000 employees one for every client we have so we could give that personal attention right that that obviously doesn't scale uh economically and so essentially we have employees who are in charge of a book of business their whole job is to make sure that, that their book of clients are getting the most value out of Buildertrend, right? And so they're reaching out to them a uh, number of different ways, but that's impossible to know where every single company is, you know, within their business. And so basically the data science team and your project were basically hitting light bulbs where, Hey, this company may need us to reach out. Let's find out what's going on. Let's engage them more in the system. I mean, in general, if you're in construction, Buildertrend solves issues for you. So it's not necessarily that it's maybe where they're at in their life cycle of their company. Something's going on in their business that they're not getting the full value out of
1: it. For sure, our our customer success team is amazing. I was listening to your episode you had with Marge Haley um, earlier this week, and I think you you stated it the best is like they they don't just have one customer they're focused on. Their book maybe you know 400 customers um, every any given day. So it's really just up to us to sort. Um, and kind of rank those customers by who needs outreach, who's doing fine just on their own, who's finding value, who could find more value and -hmm. really just help prioritize that queue for our reps.
0: Yeah. I mean, I do appreciate you shouting the the customer success team, but I feel like you also just tried to butter me up a little bit there.
1: Yeah. Just letting you know, I listened to episodes. I did my research before coming on.
0: I caught that I appreciate it too, Charlie. Very, very smart. Um, okay. So the data science team obviously has been really, really helpful for our business Um, and it's, it's, if you follow SAS, our industry, um, you can see that data science becoming more and more integral in everybody's business. Um, how do you see that correlate to our clients? Maybe our listeners is there is there something that they could be without, you know, having the resources to spin up an entire team and, you know, find a genius in the making in small town Nebraska and bring them on board to help save their company like we did with you, you know, (laughs) what can... What can a, when can a construction company do um, maybe just to start thinking about data as a way to help drive insights into your business and become more efficient in, in different areas of your business?
1: Yeah, absolutely. What I made reference to earlier, we're really the first step of any data science project is just realizing what data you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cool thing about using um to run your business is you now have access to a ton of data points that you didn't previously have access to. Uh, so, We have some built-in reports um, if you're not already utilizing those that have a ton of really, really interesting data points, you know, uh, lead activities by salesperson, lead status by source or where you're getting leads from, Mm -hmm. as well as like, you know, estimated versus actual cost, baseline versus actual things like that, schedule slippage. Those are already pre-built in Builder Trends, so definitely take advantage of those. Uh, But another really interesting feature that we've seen clients find huge success with when it comes to just tracking data is custom fields. Mm. So just, um, you know, on a lead, you know, create a custom field or in schedules or anything like that. Any data point you want to start tracking is easy enough to just create a field and start tracking that. And then you can watch over time um, where that's trending towards or where you can find value. Um, And I think you'd be really, really shocked to... See all the different places that data can be beneficial to you and your business once you just start tracking it um, and start looking at it on an everyday um, basis because it's really something that before using Builder Trend it would be kind of impossible to have.
0: Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> uh, I'm going to get to that. So I guess taking taking a step back, when you guys stepped into the data science team here at Builder Trend, you were spinning that up. Um, did we have the right? Um, processes in place or data in place, or did you, have you guys been working on getting us better systems behind the scenes as well?
1: Um, a little bit of both. Definitely yeah. had a plethora of data that we already had access to that was set up and ready for us to start yeah. analyzing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like I mentioned, once you kind of start thinking in that data mindset, you start thinking, well, what if we track this? What if we were able to do that? Uh, so definitely another huge shout out to like our internal team here. We come to them with requests pretty much constantly of like, hey, can we set this up to track this data point? Um, where can we build something where we can start, you know, surveying customers and so on and so forth.
0: Mm-hmm. Good. So, so the first step for somebody who wants to better understand their business and use those insights to obviously improve their business, whether that's revenue or being more efficient, you've got to be able to start tracking it. So that mindset of just not having everything out there, but putting it somewhere is good. If you're listening to this and you have builder trend, you would mentioned, we have some built in things by using builder trend. That is sort of your operating system for your business if it used correctly. Um, so we've got some things built out into reports, right? So you'll find your reporting tab. If you don't see that, just contact your customer success coach or anybody at Buildertrend. We'll, we'll spin it up for you. Um, but one thing we've had for many years, even before our reporting tab, and, and the reporting tab was our effort to, to sort of you know, corral all this information that, that we learn com- companies like to see in Buildertrend, Trend. we really surface it pretty easily for them. We've had custom fields forever. So if you're not using custom fields, check out the help center, grab – you know, search custom fields and your, our team will reach out to you and we'll show you all about it. So this is essentially, you know, we serve four basic segments in construction, right? So that's, you know, new home builders, remodeling, renovation companies, commercial construction, and especially contractors. And if you're a business like Buildertrend serving that many different styles of companies, you, you can't pre-build everything perfectly for every single type of company. So we've got these custom fields. So if you have something special to you as a business, like for instance, in the lead process, let's say you have you have five questions you like to ask every lead. Well, if we don't have those things built in for you as fields, you can custom build them yourself. Are you pre-approved? Maybe you have a rating system when you talk to a lead one through five. Um, maybe you wanna have a field for referrals and where do they actually get the referral? You want your own custom sort of uh, settings in there. You're saying not only can you usually build those things in every aspect of build a trend where it applies, but you can easily report on those things as well. So yeah. essentially custom fields is custom reports.
1: Yeah, and that's another great um, kind of parallel to what we did here at Builder Trend. is just once you're able to start tracking those fields, I'm sure you already have a pretty decent idea of what that looks like on the back end. Like maybe we do better with a certain type of customer mm-hmm. or you know, pre-approval, maybe we do better here or there. Uh, when we first started the data science team here at Buildertrend we had a lot of those assumptions already in the back of our mind. We do better with this segment. Um, we do, we make more money with this type of, you know, uh, pro service or something like that. Mm-hmm. And when we started tracking that data and actually reporting off of it, we were able to prove out some of those assumptions and we we're also able to approve some of those assumptions, assumptions wrong. So yeah, just the first step is tracking it. And I think you'd be pretty shocked with what you may find or not find uh, just from analyzing that data.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I think that in your life cycle of your business, and I know we went through this with Builder Trend, a lot of the decisions you're making are based on gut and what you see. Um, your perceptions can be swayed a million different ways if you don't really have it in data. Uh, and to your point, you're probably right. If you're successful, you've probably got a good gut for you and your business and who you are. But I'm sure there's some some crazy things you find. Maybe those assumptions are wrong, uh, or maybe there's just different insights for you. So a couple things within. Within builder trend and so the life cycle of a construction job leads makes a lot of sense, right? You know, you you get new people who contact you. You should identify how they found your name, right? So that's an easy one. You get a hundred people contacting you a year. Find out where your most lucrative channel of marketing comes from and spend more time and money in that ch- channel marketing, right? Easily tracked within our reporting tab. That's what you reference when it comes to leads and source. Yep, your source right. The other one I see a lot of companies take advantage of is in scheduling. Scheduling is kind of the backbone of every good construction project. And within our scheduling tool, you can set the baseline, right? And that basically means that if I've got a 100-day schedule and I've got it mapped out and that's the ideal schedule when we start the job, let's take a snapshot of that. And inevitably, when schedules change, because that always happens in construction, our system is going to automatically, behind the scenes, track every change for you. And throughout the job, and very importantly, at the end of the job, when you do sort of like a job autopsy, you understand where you got from your 100 days to 150 days. And if that's consistently happening in your business, well, then you've identified an area of improvement, right? So those are really easy ones. Uh, And really, I think anything else you guys, uh, a company can think of if they contact our team. I think we can show them a way to either do a custom field or report to help them identify that stuff. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Okay. So data science sounds really exciting. Uh, You're three years in. How do you feel about it?
1: Uh, I'm really excited. The progress we've made for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I mentioned, growing the team from just kind of two people up to 13 has been pretty excited. Uh, I'm also super pumped about the direction we're heading Mm -hmm. uh, of a lot of cool things coming down the pipeline and we're kind of expanding. Uh, the umbrella of things we're working on, like I said, from internal processes to really trying to help uh, the customers find more value. So something we're really excited on right now um, is like lead scoring and just knowing when to offer customers uh, different pro services uh, to help them find the most value they possibly can out of the system. So as you're well aware, and hopefully a lot of our, our customers are, is we, uh, in addition to our core subscription, we also offer a ton of different pro services. Um, you can find them in the Builder Trend Marketplace. Um, oh,
0: Charlie, what's that?
1: <laughs> the builder Trend Marketplace is kind of your one-stop shop uh, for anything Builder Trend. So uh, you're utilizing it to the best of your abilities right now. I'd highly recommend going out there and checking out what else we offer. Yeah. Um, and the pro services are really something that we're trying to pump right now, uh, but in the right way. So what we need to do is we need to analyze what sort of customers are in a part or a spot in their business when they're ready for something additional. Uh, so a sure. couple ones that have been pretty exciting to work on is payment processing. Um, and BRI are a couple that I'd like to dive into a little bit.
0: Okay, so so, pro services is something that the aforementioned David Arnold, who is our chief strategy officer. Big time. I mean, he got you into this business, yep. so wow. He courage. was on the pod as
1: well, too. He's Listen been on our that. podcast, yes. Listen nice. That episode.
0: So David Arnold, one of his first things he did here at Build a Trend was essentially lead our team in developing these pro services. And essentially, for anybody who doesn't know, our core subscription is what you, you know, pay your monthly fee to build trend, right? It's the operating system for your business. It's it's how you manage leads, how you do project management. It's where you keep all your files and communication and obviously where you do your financial. Um, and then what we've found is that we want to serve our clients outside of the core subscription. We have, you know, 16,000 plus cl- clients. There's a lot of commonality in what they need outside of the core of builder Trend. And so what David Arnold's team has done over the uh, last few years is really identify those opportunities uh, reached out to different partners in the industry and created some um, some partnerships where it benefits you to become a trend client. One of those you you had mentioned is payment processing. So I want to go into that and how the data science team maybe helped in that aspect. Another one's BRI. Uh, so Builder's Risk Insurance is a an insurance that certain type of construction companies need during the process of construction, and it's a really exciting one. It's one of my favorite ones because essentially we pooled. The builder trend clientele and worked with a provider to offer an exclusive rate, uh, and you could actually we surface that right inside the job when you start a job, and so it makes it really easy to actually bind a builder's risk insurance policy, have all the information right there, and hopefully, and not guaranteed, it, it gives you a competitive rate, maybe one that you're not getting right now. Is that right? Yeah. So within BRI, what it so we have these pro services and a lot of our clients find them on their own because they, they go out to the Trend marketplace and they talk to our customer success team. And, you know, we say, Hey, by the way, we have this, check it out. Um, but not everybody knows about those. So it, was that part of your project to maybe surface it to our clients or to our customer success team to say, Joe construction company just started a job. He's this perfect profile for builders, builders, risk insurance. It would benefit him call him right now.
1: Yeah. So exposing those pro services to our clients, but at the right time. So the right clients at the right time, the right content, Mm -hmm. Uh, there's nothing more annoying than getting a million marketing emails every Mm -hmm. single day with various different um, things that people want you to sign up for. And I think our marketing team has done a fantastic job creating content and kind of highlighting uh, some of the pro services that we offer. So with the BRI one specifically, We could easily send out a blast email to all, you know, 16,000 clients that we have, say, hey, sign up for BRI. Uh, But the fact of the matter is, is it just won't be a great fit for some people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, especially workers, you know, may not need it. Uh, Remodelers, it's really primarily in the new home segment. Mm -hmm. So that's an easy data point right there is like, let's let's filter down BRI leads to just people that actually need it. But then we can get even more in the weeds of like, okay, when do they need this? Mm -hmm. So, you know, they need it when they start a new job and they start building up um, and they need risk insurance for their house. So we're obviously not going to bother them with marketing when they're in the middle of a build. They'd already have BRI by that point. We're also not going to bother them with it when they're in the off season and they have no need for, you know, a new policy at that time. Mm -hmm. So just with those two data points alone, uh, we're already filtered down to the right builders at the right time. And that's when we can start offering these different pro services, BRI specifically, because that's when they'd find the most value from it.
0: Okay. I love that. So... Not only are you not bombarding our clients with unnecessary marketing messages, but it's helping our team spend their time efficiently. Right? Yeah, as that's the goal. About, you know, they've got a book of business and their whole job and, and their whole goal is to help our clients out as much as they can. So you can't blast everybody with every marketing message, essentially what you're saying.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, you know, you lose, you water down um, the value that you're providing if you're doing that. For that's everything. great.
0: That makes a lot of sense. One, one thing when you talk about right message, right time, or just knowing when it, when it's time for you to contact somebody. If you're one of our clients listening and you're using our lead, lead tool, uh, within our lead opportunities, you can create marketing messages, right? Emails can be dialed up in BuilderTrend and sent out sort of on a schedule that you want them to. But if you dig further than that, maybe many people don't know this, you can actually put a link in an email. So what's, the, what's your website for your farm? Oh, BurtWhistleRanch.com. Okay, so let's say you're marketing com to a thousand people, and you put that link in the email. Within Builder Trend, you can actually see when your leads click on that link. So that would be the right time to call somebody, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, strike while the iron's hot. So there you go. So so a takeaway for all our clients, if you're using our lead tracking tool, if you're not, you should be. And if you're using it and you're creating messages and builders and email messages, put a link in there to your website and you can actually get set up to be notified when somebody clicks on that link, probably a pretty good time to call them. Maybe they're ready for that conversation. Right? Absolutely. Perfect. So be all right, That makes a ton of sense. That's a win win for us because it's something that we're service. We're, we're sell, we're giving them something that at, at a great rate most of the time, and also something super convenient for them. Um, and so, you the other pro service you talked about was payment processing now this is one of our most popular ones because it's actually one of the most longest term pro services we had essentially that is the ability for our clients to electronically pay their subs and vendors and get paid electronically is that right yep nailed it okay so that obviously makes a lot of sense i mean it 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 eliminates the need for cutting checks, eliminates the need for every Friday your subs and vendors coming in and, and getting checks from you and those conversations happening. It seems like a big time saver. It seems like it makes sense if you're using Builder Trend to automate your business as your operating system. You might as well take that all away to how you get paid and pay people. So how has the data science team helped that pro service?
1: Yeah, again, it's really just about finding the right builders at the right time. So what we've really started to dive into um, kind of just within the past few months here has been the customer journey. So where are they spending their time within Builder Trend? What features are they using? What you know different pro servers are they adopting? But then also what's next for them. We constantly want them to be finding as much value as they can be within the Builder Trend system and not just kind of settle for how they're currently using it. So when build, when a when a customer first starts using Biller Trend, there's some really really quick wins. Like you mentioned, they can set up their scheduling, they can set up their lead process, uh, so on and so forth. What we've identified is kind of the next step once they get kind of those core functionalities down to start moving on to some of our financial features. So they can already track all their financials in Builder Trend. You know their purchase orders, um, their lead proposals from customers, their customer invoices, things like that. So the next step is really just going from tracking them to actually processing them and collecting that money and things like that through Builder Trend. Mm-hmm. So again, we wouldn't want to push payment processing uh, on a customer. If they're not even, you know, at the point where they're tracking their financials, which is fine. Everyone adopts Builder Trend at a different rate,
0: right? So again, it's right message, right time. Like, why would we inundate? You know, we've got twenty six major features within Builder Trend. This is outside of the pro services you offer. And so, sometimes when construction companies come to us, uh, they come to us for a certain reason. But most times, they come because they want Builder Trend to help them automate their process, have a place where they actually do everything. So again, it's their operating system. Now, construction, out of all like 15 major industries in the world, ranks the second lowest in terms of tech adoption. Which basically means our industry um, is not very used to yet using technology in their business. And so, a lot of times we find that if you are looking at builder trend and going, yeah, I could use all of these things, but where do I start? And how do I change the workflow within my business? Because that takes time, you know, to unlearn how a, an entire business does each part of the business it's going to take time eventually that's what our teams here you know they're experts in onboarding and training and getting a game plan but to your point you can't just overwhelm people with everything and there is a there's sort of a step to learning builder trend that we've identified being in business for, for these 14 years uh, that's sort of what, how our onboarding is put together so essentially you're saying as as a company onboards on builder trend and uses the features uh, there's a time and a place for us to introduce, hey, by the way, now that you're really set and level set here on how you're using Builder BuilderTrend, you've got it ingrained in your workflow with you and your team, this is a great next step for you is maybe look into, would you be benefiting from online payments?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, trying to force the entire, like you mentioned, 26 um, features on someone from the start just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do provide you know those services, and contractors would find value from adopting them if it's at the right time, right, at the right way.
0: Right, exactly. And so did you guys basically do the same sort of process where you identified what features a certain business was using, what types of employees they had set up, like what roles they had, did they have their office manager, their, their financial manager set up? And you could tell through data just when it was the right time to introduce that. Mm-hmm.
1: And really when they're first starting to use the financial features is a great time to at least, uh, put the seed in their mind of, Hey, we offer, uh, this Payment Processing Pro service. Because then as they're setting up how they're already using Builder Trend through the financial features, they have that in the back of the mind of where they want mm-hmm. to get to. And our reps can help them set everything up so that it'll be seamless uh, when they do eventually adopt that in the future.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Great. So if you're listening and you're a BuilderTrend user, please check out uh, the marketplace. You can find that inside uh, in the top right of your BuilderTrend. When you when you sign into BuilderTrend, you can jump out to the marketplace. That will show you everything that we offer outside of your core platform, uh, including every single pro service we have today. And keep your eye out for more that are coming down the pike. Uh, there's also some great uh, features in there, like being able to customize your branding in in your account and some different things that we offer as a part of your subscription. Um, so those are two really, really cool things that your data science team has has helped out internally. Hopefully we explain to the listeners how you can sort of start thinking about using data to help your business. I think we made some some pretty good correlations inside build This is exciting. This was a uh, more exciting podcast than I thought it would be. Data science sounds boring, but it's not.
1: Yeah, I don't think you uh pulled out your phone one time and tuned I out so I no. appreciate you uh I keeping was all your in. attention. Yeah.
0: You know, Charlie, maybe we should bring you back every 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 now and then as one of our recurring guests. We can talk data.
1: That would honestly, nothing in the world would mean more to me if <laughs> that were to happen. All right. Stay
0: tuned for uh, a data segment with Charlie and his team. I mean, I don't think you, you can't hog the whole spotlight. There's a, a number of talented individuals in our data Some science Some fantastic team, right? people on the team. Yep. All right. We'll offline about who, who can be next, but we'll definitely bring you back as well. All right, Charlie. Well, thanks for coming on and talking to us about data science. It was really, really uh, informative. Uh, if you want to learn more, can they just contact you directly? You want to give out your personal... No, um,
1: maybe not yet. Don't
0: do that. Talk to talk to uh, anybody from the Builder Trend customer success team if you heard anything that you guys want to learn more about. Obviously, you can check out the show notes. BuilderTrend.com slash podcast is the show notes, and you can see all of our 94 uh, episodes previous to this one. Stay tuned for Charlie coming down uh, back on as a recurring guest. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, man. All right, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this episode of The Building Code. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Help us grow this community of listeners. Tell your friends, tell your family. We do appreciate it. And if you've heard anything that you want to learn more about on today's episode, head out to the show notes website, buildthetrend.com slash podcast. As always, we appreciate you.